Maharaj. My question is, however, that protecting our devotional creeper, we require to identify contaminating elements which can affect our devotional spirit. So how does one remain that sense of humility in the face of proper criticism of negative elements? In other words, you have to identify what is going to hurt your spiritual life. So to do that, how does one remain humble in being critical? We must discriminate. There is false humility and there is the pursuance of real humility. False humility is based on illusion and real humility is based on truth. We want to humble ourselves to the truth and we want to boldly fight against illusion because boldly fighting against illusion is humble service to the truth. Arjuna was thinking I will be humble by not killing my relatives. But because his relatives were representing illusion, Krishna told him, your humility is to kill them. And if you do not, if you humble yourself before them, that is another sort of pride, because it is an illusion. So, on the basis of knowledge, we must learn to discriminate how the truth is coming down, where the truth is manifesting itself, and we must, with an absolutely submissive heart, humble ourselves to serve that truth and to hear that truth. But to the degree we know the truth, to that degree we are also able to decipher what is coming in disguise of truth, but is not. And we cannot humble ourselves to that. Depending on our particular position, humble service to the truth is to expose it, to defeat it, or to simply go away and not listen, and not associate with it. Srila Prabhupada was such a humble devotee supreme, most purest, humble Vaishnava. But yet, if you listen to his tapes or read his books, sometimes he kicks Darwin in the face with his boot. Or sometimes he declares various Mayavadis to be rascals. Is that humble? He declares certain Sahajya sects to be to be cheating imitationists. If one of his own disciples was misrepresenting his teachings, he would call him a nonsense rascal. So, is this humble? Declaring people to be rascals, nonsense, imitationists? Yes, because he was humbly serving the truth by exposing that which was enemies of the truth and fighting like a warrior against them. He had that power. 
That is real humility. But if we don't have that power, because we are not so deeply learned in the Shastra to defeat all opposing arguments, all of the enemies of the truth or deviators of the truth, we must at least be able to discriminate and not associate with such people. Keep our distance from such a situation. That is humility. That is real humility. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he rejected Mukunda, Mukunda Dat. said, I will never see him. I will never allow him to see me ever again. Because first he comes to bow down at my feet and then he beats me with sticks on the head. First he comes and he chants and dances with us and then we know that he goes and he listens to Mayavad philosophy. He rejected him. Of course, he was doing this as an example for us. Mukunda Dat, he was actually such a pure, unmotivated, unalloyed Vaishnav. But when he was younger, it is explained, he, he had a guru who was teaching those things and he was obliged to listen for some time. But Mahaprabhu took it so seriously. Such humility, you're bowing down like you're humble, but actually you're hitting me on the head by hearing these things. So it's not humble to submit ourselves before what is not the truth, what is a deviation. It is humility to help to fight to establish and preserve what is the real truth in our own hearts and in the minds of others. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he defeated Prakashananda Saraswati who was preaching an illusion by his humility, by sitting in that place where the other sannyasis were washing their feet. And when Prakashananda saw his beautiful glowing effulgence, he said, Swamiji, please come and sit with us. He said, I am not fit to sit with you. You are all such highly liberated souls. In this way, he, his humility and his beauty melted their hearts so much that they were willing to listen to whatever he said. And then he destroyed and defeated their whole philosophy. And similarly, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, he was also preaching an illusion. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he just sat patiently, he won his heart, and then he spoke and converted him. So we must know that there are various ways of fighting against the truth. And according to our own spiritual empowerment, which is coming by the mercy of the Vaishnavas, we have to do what will best serve the truth, what will best work to change people's hearts. But if you're not so advanced, you shouldn't think that you can expose yourself to these things without being defeated yourself. You cannot.
You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.